Whether you are a startup or an established entrepreneur, nothing communicates your company's message better than brilliant branding. With over 25 years in the business and over 250 companies named, expert Phil Davis and his team at Tungsten Branding will enlighten, brighten, and illuminate your mind so your brand will shine. Get ready to flip the switch and spark your imagination. Welcome to Brilliant Branding with host Phil Davis and Liz Heemstra. All righty, folks. Hello, hello, and welcome from the western mountains of North Carolina. Uh, we're excited about this week's show as we continue what will someday be a degree in brandology. And so if you sit with us every week and you uh, apply these practices, you will become a PhD in the art of, of branding. So officially. Officially. We're Absolutely. working We're working on a program, a <laughs> diploma in brandology. But you must listen every week to get that. Um, I just want to introduce myself, Phil Davis, 25 years, as you heard in the intro, um, and doing nothing but naming, branding, marketing. Um, you wonder, how could I have that much experience? I started, I don't know if you know this, Liz, when Isn't I was- 30 years now? 30 years now. I, started, <laughs> I was actually going to say, I think we need to update that. Uh... <laughs> uh, I started when I was four. Yes. Um, I, was a, I was a branding prodigy. Um, you were. Yes, um, and I have with me Liz Heemstra, who is uh, my uh, executive assistant slash director of client services slash co-president. Yes. And our co-co-president, Hunter, is on the road traveling today, so shout out to Coco, mm -hmm. as she transitions to our new Charleston office. Yes, she's moving there today. So today we're excited to bring you one of our favorite topics, and um, when I go out and I do brand seminars and I talk about best practices, um, the kind of boilerplate standard speech that I get when people say, what do we need to know to move our company and our company branding forward uh, I've distilled it down to what I call the four C's of brilliant branding. And having been raised as a Southern Baptist uh, preacher's kid. Well, you were raised in the North, though. So I was raised in the, the North, Northern right? Baptist. <laughs> but my dad was a Southern Baptist. Yes. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Southern Baptist Seminary, Louisville, Kentucky. Shout out. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Preacher's kid. Go. Explains a lot. Learn something new every day. Every day. So the four C's of brilliant branding and I, I came to those because I saw a consistency, which is one of our keys right there, to um, what, what great brands do. How do they practice and implement and create things that resonate with us? What are those elements that we can identify um, that if we apply those same principles to what we do, uh, we'll create that same great brand experience? Um, and those four principles are, and if you just take a quick little uh, notepad out, and jot these down, we're gonna cover them. It's, it's pretty simple. Um, to be clear, to be concise, to be compelling, and to be consistent. And if you practice those four principles of clarity, um, conciseness, com compelling, and consistent, you will have a brand that will will stand out markedly from your competition because what you're finding what's going on in the marketplace today is so many people have lost their focus, lost their clarity, and they're chasing opportunity. They're chasing whatever um, emerges on the scene, the latest fad to to kind of expand their business and they're becoming very diffused. And, and ironically, instead of becoming more clear, they're becoming dimmer. 
Yeah. Um, people just don't understand what they're about or what they stand for. So just to recap, the first week, if you went back to episode one, we talked about what is branding. It's owning a position in your customer's mind. And then we discussed if you're going to own a position, do you want it to be your current product or do you want it to be the attribute? Do you want it to be the what you do or do you want to own how you do it? Uh, what we do is naming and branding. How we do it is with clarity. And we discussed the importance of owning an attribute mm -hmm. because they're more timeless. Right. Um, clarity is not going to go in and out of fashion um, as much as other things the naming, whatever, the dot-com might be the hot thing and tomorrow it might be a, another extension. SEO for Google, doing all these search engine techniques, what works today might not work tomorrow. The product you sell today might not be the product tomorrow. Our trivia question, I believe last week, involved what was the previous name of Verizon and it mm -hmm. was General Telephone and Electric. electric. So there you go, Telephone and Electricity. Yes. Um, kind of an, an odd one. So today we're going to be talking about that and we're going to help you understand how you can be more clear, concise, compelling, consistent. If you apply these, you're going to see a, a, a marked difference in your brand. So now that we know that you, the sense of branding, what it's all about, your overall reputation, it's the totality of how you express your company. Um, and now that you know that that should be centered not on your products and services, but on how you do them, we call it your pivot point. We discussed that episode too. Um, now we can go on and talk about, okay, I have a sense of who we are. I have a sense of what branding is and I have a sense of how we do it. Our, what's our core? What is the jelly center of our donut? Once you understand those, the question becomes, how do I then let people know that? How do I communicate that clearly? So let's start with number one, which is clear. Probably one of the things that gets confused the most when you talk about clarity and branding is the difference between clarity and literal or descriptive language. Right. And often people think, well, I, in an effort, especially with entrepreneurs, they're just starting out, they're so afraid that people aren't going to get it, they're not gonna get me, that the tendency is to lunge towards these real kind of immediately recognizable, literal kind of constructions, because they're so afraid people are gonna miss the business they're in. Yes. And so what I compare it to a lot of times is if you got on a bike and it's an 18 speed bike, you're so afraid the bike's not going to get going that you put it in first gear. It's almost guaranteed that that bike's going to go now. You're going to get up, you're going to pedal mm -hmm. and you're going to go. And right. Everyone's going to get it. And then you go, oh my God, I'm not out of business. I'm two months in. Right. And I've not failed yet. Yeah. And then you go, okay, now I'm ready to move forward. And you start spinning your legs. Yes. And spinning and spinning and spinning and you just can't go any faster mm -hmm. because the name of your business is the eating place. <laughs> you know, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the corner restaurant. Yes. Um, and you're trying to create differentiation. You're trying to create a brand. You're trying to get people to attract a specific audience. And you've got this kind of very literal descriptive name, but you're not able to really communicate who you are. So the irony of clarity Yes. Is it's not about literally describing your business. And Liz and I, you, you and I run into this all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, a, a great example of this, we had a client come to us with about as literal name as you could possibly think of. It was Wholesale Landscape Supplies. Um, this client came to us and I said, this, I mean, you just can't get more literal than that. They sold landscape supplies. Wholesale-y. Wholesale-y. Mm -hmm. 
That's a word. Is that, it's, an, it's, it's a word now. We just keep inventing new words. <laughs> That's and, what we do. Yeah, we just we just invent words. So, and, and this is the problem. When you create literal language, you actually peg something in time and space. It's some like, like a little butterfly. Your business is a little butterfly. It just wants to go off and do things and grow and fly and be free. And you take a pen and you say, this is who we are at this date and time. And we're going to describe it literally. And we're going to pin it down. You put that little pin in. You chloroform it. You put it in there, and that little butterfly goes, ah. And so they, the client came to me, and I said, well, what's the problem with it? He says, well, 25% of our business is now what? Retail. Not wholesaling. Not wholesale. Um, and so you get caught in this trap of you know, advertising against yourself. We're not just a wholesaler. Well, that's what you say you are. Why are you apologizing? So I said, which part of the business gets more margin? Margin, profit, um, what most people want. They said, well, you know, the growing part is the retail. I said, so what is the common thread? And we talked about this before, Liz. What is the real genius behind the business? The genius isn't wholesale. It isn't supplies. I said, what is it that you're really trying to? He says, we're trying to sell things in bulk. Mm-hmm. We don't care who the buyer is. Yeah, that's not who we're, that's not that, what we're about. That's Yeah. But, you know, we don't want someone coming in with a little tiny bucket wanting to fill it or buy one geranium. We just want to sell things in volume. Mm-hmm. So after going through the branding process with him, um, he came out with the name and we developed it for him, Big Earth. And the tagline was, our name speaks volumes. You know, so here's a case of it wasn't as literal anymore, but it was much more clear Yes. His real mission was that we promote volume sales of good. And people will get what business you're in through context. They'll understand you're on restaurant because you're on restaurant row. Right. They'll get your car dealership because there's cars out front. Right. So people use the most valuable real estate in their brand to tell people the obvious. Yep. And in telling them the obvious, you're really not telling them anything. You're just stating this is the industry I'm in. Use that to tell them how you do it and be clear about how you do it. So here's a little clarity test. So already three weeks in and you're getting a test. It's just like my kids started school this weekend, test on day two. It's not even fair. But we're going to give you a little, <laughs> little pop quiz here. Number one, here's a test on whether you're clear. Do you have to explain your business? And when I say explain, there's nothing wrong with explaining your business, but it should be out of curiosity and intrigue, not out of confusion. Right. So do you have to say, I'm with XYZ company, and you get the puzzled look? Right. And we call it the huh versus the what. Uh, do people go, huh? And then you go, oh, well, let me explain. And the explanation you give causes them to start to back away from you. Yeah. Not a good sign. Yes. The second sign, do you ever say in this clarity test, do you ever say, we're more than blank? And the, the more than is what you say in your name. So wholesale landscape supplies were more than just wholesale landscape supplies. Just breaks. Right. Company in Clearwater were more than just breaks. Fast signs. Fast signs. It says on their website, we're more than just signs. So more than just Subs- either fast we're, signs. we're more than just signs or we're more than just fast. I think it's we're, we're yes. more than just signs. And it was just, that was their literal tagline. Right, right. So, yeah. So when you begin to apologize for what you are, there's probably a lack of clarity. You've right. probably outgrown it, and you've probably made the mistake of basing your uh, branding and positioning on your product 
or maybe how you, even how you did your product that is evolved. I went to Speedy Printing years ago in, in uh, Seminole, Florida, and I had this grossly mistaken idea that they were going to speedily print my business cards. So I turned them in and they said, well, when do you need these by? I thought it was quite reasonable. I said, how about tomorrow? And they just looked at me stunned. And they said, well, well we can get them back to you maybe in a week. And I said, wow. well, the, why can't it be sooner than that? They said, well, it's very reasonable to take a week. I'm like, why do you call yourself speedy? Yeah, right. Pick another name. You should just call it one week printing (laughs) or just week printing, (laughs) W-E-A-K. Or don't set the expectation that it's going to be fast. Go do an attribute of, you know, we do it well, we do it right, we have great customer service, and then have a name and a brand and identity around something that you actually do. Right, pick something that you can own. It's, yes. you know, and they used to call it a stand and deliver line. You know, if you say it, you deliver it. And, yes. And so Speedy obviously wasn't what they were was about. Was not Speedy unless they had a you know a turtle as their icon. You know. Well, I I have seen that before. Right. We will eventually win the race. <laughs> um, we have if you go on tungstenbranding.com and you look under. Uh, Articles, branding what, articles, brand, under insights, branding under articles. insights. Scroll down to branding articles. There's an article in there on can you one putt your brand? How do you know you have the perfect brand name? The perfect brand name is not a hole in one. It's not like you shoot it, lands in the cup, and it answers every question. No more needs to be asked. It's the beginning of a conversation. So in brand clarity, what you're really looking for is to create interest, intrigue, memorability. A, a clarity enough to say, well, that's, that sounds interesting. What do you guys do? And then when you one putt it, mm-hmm. cause you're three feet or two feet, or if you golf like me, you're six inches from the hole mm-hmm. you have to be a little closer. <laughs> um, people immediately get that connection. They go, Oh, well that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So the clarity isn't about literalness. It's not about descriptiveness. It's about congruency with who you are as a company. It's about finding out those things. Uh, that make your company who you are. So we say brand clarity means your company name, message, and actions align with your core purpose. That's the real meaning of clarity. It's not being literal. It's about aligning an alignment of your name, message, and actions with your core purpose. We had a company in town, and uh, they needed some help, and they were called More Than Christmas. And to give you some context, we have a town of 8,000 people. Yeah, about, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's full. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. That's, when, that's it's, when it's full. That's when all the college kids are here. That's when it's busting and... at the seams. <laughs> and uh, so we we met with them. We said, what what seems to be the problem? Well, it was March, and uh, it was called More Than Christmas. I mean, not even in the tagline. You know, we're more than just Christmas. That was literally the name, More mm-hmm. Than Christmas. And they sold seasonal goods. And already you could sense the, the disconnect and clarity because – they had all kinds of things that they sold that were involved in other seasons. We, you know, besides Christmas ornaments, we have X, Y, and Z. And we have this and we have that. And they were desperately trying to. And they had two beautiful window panes where they could put on a display. And I says, well, really, your pivot point isn't Christmas. It's celebration. It's festivity. Mm-hmm. And so after going through a rebranding exercise with them, we came up with the name My Favorite Season. And the beauty of that is they could retain all the Christmasness because at Christmas time, your favorite season is Christmas. Yes. 
And then they could, in the fall, they could have fall decoration season. It could even be hunting season or it could be NCAA season or it could be whatever season it was. And all of a sudden their business could be operating year round, pivoting around the idea of celebration and always having a season or a time where there is, you can invite that kind of thing. So there's an example of getting locked down and not being clear. My favorite season, it's much more clear in the intent yes. behind the business. On the other hand, it, it didn't go as far as calling it the celebration store, <laughs> you know. So that's yet another example. One of my favorite ones I used to beat on, and maybe they heard me and finally changed the name. It was a favorite target of mine was Burlington Coat Factory at one point used to say, Burlington Coat Factory, not affiliated with Burlington Industries, were more than just coats. By the time they got done, I had more questions than I did answers. Are you an industry? Are you a factory? Are you, in fact, in Burlington or not in Burlington? Do you make <laughs> coats? And if you do, why are you so sorry that you make them? You know? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So there's brand clarity. Uh, we were going to talk a little bit more about that on the other side of the break. But we always leave you with a trivia question. Trivia of, question of the week. Of the week. So this is a great one. It hails back to when I was just a young pup. What cigarette brand used to advertise? Uh, quite a bit, actually. As the one that doctors enjoyed the most. What cigarette brand advertised as the one doctors enjoyed most? So we come back at the top of the hour. We'll talk a little bit about how that's kind of evolved. And make sure to join us uh, on, in your conversation on Facebook and on Twitter. And we'll catch you here on the other side of the commercial break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your brand is your story. And getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network.
are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back, and you're listening to Brilliant Branding with Phil Davis and Liz Heemstra. It's brilliant branding because we say so and because we're on air. <laughs> and if it's on the if it's on the internet and the radio, it's true. <laughs> so this is the, this is exactly, brilliant branding. Exactly. Because when, we say so. So um yeah, we're like the Wikipedia of brilliant branding. So we left the uh, the uh, end of the segment with a question. What cigarette company claimed that doctors preferred smoking them the most and it was an animal i'll give you a clue uh and it was camel 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 cigarettes yeah i still see my doctor putting them out just before i come in exactly like quick hide it i mean if the doctor smokes it that must it must be healthy it's probably a health cigarette it's a health cigarette yeah and you know what they're gluten-free now so well, that's very important. They better be GMO free as well. They're GMO. Well. They're gluten free. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny how we kind of uh, evolve in our understanding of things. But that was a first desperate attempt to kind of overbrand. You see yes. that, and that's that lack of authenticity. Right. You know, we're, we're going to be talking about that in future episodes about the need for authenticity and branding. And with today's especially emerging millennial generation, they see through a lot of the the hype and the, you know, the connivery. They have so much we. Yes. Being as I am part of that. I just missed the upper end of that range. You did. Yes. Yes. But there's so much information at your fingertips. You yeah. I mean, it's not just the advertising. You See, can, when I you can just up, Google it and yeah. be like, oh, actually, the internet says it's bad. And like we said earlier, if the internet says it's bad, it's bad. Or if the internet says it's good, it's good. Right. Or bad. Wikipedia will not lie to you. And I grew up in the, with the basic message, do not look at the man behind, you know, the curtain. <laughs> so if the doctor's smoking away, just trust us. Just trust <laughs> And carry on. So Camel. Camel also had this other famous tagline that was, uh, I'd, I'd walk a mile for a camel. Only a mile, though. Only a mile, though. If it was two miles, no, I'd switch much. brands. Too, oh, my brand, goodness. Brand yes. loyalty only lasted a mile. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, in this segment of our four C's, clear, concise, compelling, consistent branding. And we just we, talked about clear. We just talked about clear. We clearly talked about clear. Mm-hmm. We're now going to talk about concise or the brevity of your branding. And this is another area where if you can distill it down, even your your pivot point, the, your core purpose, it shouldn't be nine things. One or two things that you're really committed to. Walmart's committed to low prices. At one point, they're committed to American-made. But they usually focus on a key area. When you go to then message that, in the same way, use that same distillation process so that you're not too wordy and you lose the mm, you lose the, the impact of your message because it's, it's just too strung out. Right. Um, there's a favorite quote of mine, and it's been attributed to a number of people. Pascal is the one I, I found is most uh, attributed for saying this. But he was writing a friend, and his quote is, I would have written a shorter letter, but I did not have the time. 
Yes. Yeah, the irony of that is. Right. I'm not going to really think through my brand or my branding. I'm going to make you digest it. I'm going to. I'm just going to kind of barf out all these words until you have to kind of sort through it all yourself mm -hmm. and figure out what I mean. Yep. And I think consumers instinctively recognize and appreciate when you have distilled things down their day is full. There's a million things on their plate. There's thousands of competing messages. So the more that you've done the work on your end of your company, your product, your service to say, here's the essence of who we are and here's how I'm going to communicate it succinctly, I've done the work for you. It's like being served at a restaurant versus going to have to go to a, a grocery store, find the food, prep yes. it and cook it and <clears throat> prepare it yourself. Right. So in that, we do have yet a few examples. Um, and we're going to take ones that we all know. Probably the most famous, short, pithy, relevant tagline. And timeless. That, it's been around for a long time. Yeah, this one is is Nike's ubiquitous, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. It captures the essence of their brand. Again, it doesn't say buy a pair of shoes. Right. You know, it doesn't say, you know, North America's leading manufacturer of quality of athletic apparel. Right. It captures the spirit, the attribute, the essence of it <clears throat> with it, which is, and you were saying this, Liz, athleticism. Right. You know, if you're a human, you're an athlete. Yes. Isn't that one of the things yes. they say? Mm -hmm. If you're a human, you're an athlete. Therefore, mm -hmm. Nike appeals to all of us. Yes. And it's aspirational. Even if you're not athletic, most people would. And they want to aspire. Yeah. People, I, I feel like, naturally want to aspire. On the other hand, you've got brands that are a little bit more in flux and trying to find that voice. Um, and New Balance is one that I've seen seemingly in that gray area. So uh, one of the things we found on their site was a statement that said, American-made shoes worn around the world. Again, a little clunkier. Mm -hmm. You know, just do it is a call to arms. Right. Can you just do it? Yes, I can do it. Mm -hmm. But um, American-made shoes, so I don't know. If I'm buying it because I'm trying to be patriotic, I don't know if I'm trying to be athletic. I don't know if I'm trying to support the globe or just us. And they explain it by saying manufactured in the U.S. for over 75 years and representing a limited portion of our U.S. sales, New Balance Made is a premium collection that contains a domestic value of 70% or greater. Now, and I just, it seems quite miss i it just was confusing to me convoluted uh, to me that's like saying do, do you walk to work or carry your lunch <laughs> I mean, i'm kind of not sure what you just said but i don't know how they relate yeah i'm like uh, you read that and that's kind of almost they say I, speaking of camel here we go again yeah. a camel is a horse that was made by a committee so when you get oh, these right. kind of like, let's all join in. What about our history and our legacy? And that's, again, that loss of focus and clarity. Mm -hmm. Right. And for whatever reason, Nike has distilled it down and gotten that real sense of who they are. It's athleticism. It's promoting the lifestyle. It's all about this where I feel like New Balance is grasping at several Right. You know, worthy things. Right. But, you know, Absolutely. And, and, you know, American made supporting things. Um, but in doing so, when you try to appeal to too many things, you're not concise and you reach out, you, you dilute your message. Mm -hmm. uh, you're a little bit of everything. Yeah. 
Southwest Airlines, they have a kind of an internal, I don't know if it's official, but kind of a mantra that kind of is pervasive. It's very succinct. And their their whole kind of ideology and philosophy is captured in wheels up. You know, so mm-hmm. if there's a decision to be made, how can we do to move people and our processes along? Let's wheels up people. Let's be on point. Let's get people in their seats. Let's get this going and let's move on. So wheels up. A great place to look at kind of succinct, well-stated mission statements, however you want to call them, taglines, slogans, mottos, that they are the summation of who you are. If you Google basically mottos from from the states, our 50 states, they've had years to kind of perfect these. Yeah. And usually they're two to three words. I think Maine was vacation land. Mm -hmm. You know, it was pretty decent. We were just in Maine this summer. And it, we vacationed and there was land. <laughs> wow. That's yes. it. That's good. So very apropos. Um, Michigan, where uh, Liz and I both hail from, you probably can't tell we're from Michigan. Um, <laughs> it comes out. They have a great, well, from the hand. We're from the hand. The mitten. The mitten. The mitten. Uh, their, their tagline is pure Michigan. Yes. And it just implies a purity a, a simplicity, the essence of it. It's just, it's 100% pure Michigan. Michigan has some quality that no other state has, and it's its only Michigan, and it's pure Michigan. Mm-hmm. We look through the list to say, well, there's an example of really being concise. Right. So we looked at other ones, and we found Louisiana, which sounds a little bit more like made by a committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, fall in love with Louisiana all over again. Because you're already in love. And you've obviously been there many, many times. Obviously. And so now you're going to fall in love. Again. With them again. Again. You know. So, again, it doesn't really communicate anything. It's kind of a non-statement statement. It's a right. little bit long. And similarly, Maryland has, if you're looking for a Maryland, <laughs> go to Maryland. Wow. So... You can almost feel the kind of energy that's in that compact, well thought out, distilled, you know, uh, punchy, yeah, pure Michigan. Because it's not trying to use words to describe it. It's almost using like pure Michigan. I mean, it's almost like evokes emotion. You're, yeah, it's exactly and it. a feeling versus sort of like putting, trying to put all of these words to, oh, it's Mary and, you know, we're going to fall in love. And, and it's cute and it, let's make a play on words. Mm-hmm. And But, you know, p- people decide things on an emotional level. Mm-hmm. You know, we think we're being rational, but really we're emotional creatures. Right. So it's a much higher connection rate with your brand if you can connect with people on a visceral level and on a mental level. Mm -hmm. So creating taglines and stuff that are descriptive and logical and sequential and everything will never be as strong as ones that get to the core of who we are as people, which is I want to feel better. I want to look better. I want to, I want to, you know, improve my life and how is your brand going to help me achieve these benefits? Yeah. Um, one of the other ones that we came across, UPS used to have a great one. What can Brown do for you? I mean, you talk about a benefit. Yeah. You know, a guy shows up. Um, I know, Liz, you always love having the UPS guy show up. I do. Yes. Um, <laughs> and it was a wonderful fit, I thought. Then they changed it, and they went down that path of 
let's do the wordy thing. And mm -hmm. for a while they came up with UPS synchronizing the world of commerce, you know? Yeah. I somehow my heartstrings are not being plucked on that one. I, I honestly just glaze, just, glaze over, just, you know, synchronizing the world of commerce. FedEx had a tagline that relax. It's FedEx. Yeah. That's, that's, Perfect. That's what I want. I yeah. mean, whether it's take my garbage out, you know, anything, I want to know that FedEx would just show up. I yep. just, I want them to just expand their services and just help me relax. Yep. What a beautiful call, like relax. And in this kind of uptight world that we live in, it's hitting an emotive message. And it's so simple and it's, it's super so straightforward. Simple. Right, right. It, it, yeah. And again, that's just uh, three or four words. So can you, as an exercise, can you look at your brand messaging, assuming that you've done your work and you're you're serious about your degree in brandology yes. here at the University of Tungsten? Yes. And you are completing every assignment every week. Can you take and forget throw out right now if it's a tagline or where it goes or if it's a motto or a mantra. I want you to think more of just how can you distill the essence of your brand down to a core message that really serves as kind of the rallying cry for your business. What is it that you do and how can you then reduce it down further mm -hmm. and further and further? Yes. And just to reiterate that quote, I would have written a shorter letter, but I did not have the time. You compliment your customer and you treat them with respect when you do the work for them. Don't make them figure out who you are. Right. And have to kind of, unpack you right you know I remember I had a teacher I think maybe in high school an English teacher and you know typically you had either a page amount for your paper or you had a word count and um essentially uh it there was a three-page paper and people were sort of I remember before class we were like oh yeah like you know well mine's like how many pages? nine pages mine's 12 and right. they were talking about it as if it were you know something you know i wrote so much I a just badge so of much honor information. yeah and the teacher comes back and gives us this little spiel about you know i gave you the assignment to do three pages because i wanted you to really focus on the subject matter and write as concisely as you could and as straightforward and focused. And it's just sort of has stuck with me throughout when you're writing, dealing with words, dealing with messages. It's so important to just be as straightforward, focused and concise as possible. Right. You get rid of passive voice and yes. And you get right to use active, uh, in, in your copy, you should use an active voice and billboard. When I used to do the advertising gig, um, they would always say billboard, it's a huge platform. You look at it, it's, it's 14 feet tall and 48 feet wide. Mm -hmm. So people have the tendency to feel like they could write a novel. But ironically, in that big space, it shrinks on a highway. Seven words or less is what the billboard rep would always say. And it would be so frustrating. You'd say, what do you mean? He goes, if you say more than that, you're going to lose them. And every time you wouldn't believe them and you'd put just a little bit more than that, you just drive right by it. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're driving right by, you don't have time to... Yeah. You don't have time to digest anything right. longer than that. Right. You know, and you think of what are the classic, you know, 
uh, ad campaigns of all time. Milk does a body good. I mean, they're always just got no got, got milk. milk got milk got milk. Um, you know, the other white meat, pork, the other white meat. Just right. very simple. Right. Um, so if your tagline is we're the uh, third largest in-flight magazine west of the Mississippi River, mm-hmm. um, probably not going to stick in people's minds. Yeah. So you definitely, you definitely want to be concise in mm-hmm. everything that you do and drill it down. At Tungsten, we say we're wired for brilliance. Yeah. Simple, three, straight, straight to the point. Three words ties into the wire and the light bulb. Um, and from that, we can always expound on what that means to people. But in, in a nutshell, what is your business? So make sure to, to do that. Um, before we go to break, I want to give a couple of shout outs. Um, one to our friend Craig, who makes all kinds of chotskis. And as we get more and more into our branding, we talk about how to disseminate your message. And you get it down to three or four words. Probably want to print it on something. Yeah. So you might want to check out our friends at Bossmark, B-O-S-S-M-A-R-K.com. Tell Craig I said hello. And he can give you all kinds of great ideas on how to kind of get that message out there, take it to a trade show, and do those kinds of things. We will be continuing to develop our criteria and our curriculum. This is we do our uh, degree in brandology here every week. And we want you to join us in the conversation on Facebook, the Tungsten Branding, forward slash Tungsten Branding, and on Twitter, at Tungsten Brand. Um, and you'll be... In, followed every week by other people that are also studying and perfecting their brands by applying these these four C's, clear, concise, compelling, and consistent. Now, on the other side of the commercial break, we'll get into the final two of our four C's. So we'll talk to you in a few minutes, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Your brand is your story. And getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. 
Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right. I love that. I love it, too. That's, I love it. We played with the music quite a bit to get that. I like that little stinger. Wow! Yeah. All right, we're back with Brilliant Branding. Um, You know, I don't want to compare the show to the eclipse, but I will say the thing that we have in common is sometimes the insights are so bright, you should probably wear glasses. I'm just saying. And get them fast because they sold That's why we're on radio. Exactly. We were going to do a live show. But we didn't want to blind people. Right. Yes. Um, so you're safe. You're safe. We want to give a shout out to Tacey and to Aaron who helped produce this show. Um, Love them. A couple of the most talented people in the industry. <laughs> and we couldn't do it without them. They're back turning uh, dials and knobs and making us sound good. Yeah. Um, bringing me down a couple octaves. <laughs> so, all right. So we're talking about the four C's of brilliant branding, which are clear concise, compelling, and consistent. I should put a little, I'm making a, a little TM sign right there. I just trademarked it. TM. Yeah. All right. Clear, concise, compelling, consistent. You should have trademarked it a long time ago. should have done that. I know. Okay. So we're on to compelling, and this is where uh, the rubber meets the road with a brand. This is where you go from a two-dimensional brand to kind of a living, breathing uh, <clears throat> a compelling brand that people actually want to do business with. It's We're, the Pinocchio. You go from a wooden puppet to a, a live boy. <laughs> I'm a boy. I'm a real boy. So you want your brand to not just be this wooden constructed thing that on paper you did all the right steps. And really compelling is really about being authentic. Absolutely. More and more, we see people trying to almost, and you know, we all grew up with those kids in our class. They got the syllabus out. They followed the rules. They turned everything in on time. And they they passed. But maybe they didn't pass in a way that they grasped the material. Then there's the person who just wants to know the material. Mm-hmm. I want to know. I want to know the subject. I'm passionate. True entrepreneurs are driven by passion, and you know that because I keep getting them back. They create companies that either make it or don't make it, but regardless, and a lot of them do make it, when they succeed, they don't quit. They come back and they reinvent because they're driven by passion, and that passion leads to things that are compelling, an idea, a thought that's bigger than themselves. If you don't have that, then you're kind of a soulless, heartless company. You just kind of exist in name only. And you might have the prettiest logo in the world. Mm-hmm. You might have a pithy, kind of catchy tagline. Mm-hmm. And we have set up, and Liz and I have seen, seen this numerous times, where we have sent a client out loaded to bear. I mean, oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, we wanted to go create the company that right. we were branding. Yes. Like, this is the yeah. coolest name, and there's so much you could do with this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, only to find that it's not really driven by passion. And if people don't adopt that energy mm-hmm. and, and, and make the products own and, it. and own it, make it compelling, 
give me a reason to love it. Mm-hmm. And that reason isn't just, it starts with a name, the name starts the conversation, but as you bring them in, it's the totality of all of it. So we're gonna give you yet another little test. Um, and these are some things that kind of judge whether or not your company is compelling. A lot of times when I run into companies that really are not compelling, they they say things little, there's little tells. Mm-hmm. One of them they'll say is, you know, I don't know what's wrong. I just feel like we're the best kept secret. You know, if you find yourself. Everyone, everyone can be the best. The best kept the secret. Best kept we do everything secret, right. We've got quality. Our price is good. We've got great service. I just. They feel, just don't know about No us. one just, just we're if the they best. they just knew. If they, more people knew. The, <laughs> If more people knew. Then it, we would be flooded with business. And yeah. I, I always think to myself, so if you cured cancer, I don't think it would be the best kept secret. You could probably share it with maybe two friends on Facebook and within 24 hours, you'd Oh, have, yeah. Within minutes, I mean. <laughs> so there's this disaster that's just happened in Houston with the flooding. And on one of the, uh, I think it's the NFL uh, players, went on and just put out a very authentic plea to help raise money and it went viral and he's got over three million dollars raised um it wasn't he wasn't trying it just happened so if you are authentic and you're genuine and you go forward with something that really benefits people it's going it's going to work yes um so is that something that people say we're the best kept secret another one we like to use is do you pass the t-shirt test and the t-shirt test is simply this. Will people buy your company name if it if it was on a t-shirt and wear it of their own volition? <laughs> you know? So we had yes. a client and their name, they were talking to us and they said, I just don't know if we should rebrand and it's kind of expensive. And I said, well, what is your name? And it was a compilation of acronyms. It was like J&M Consulting. And every time he started a conversation, it was, is it J-N-M or is it J-M-N? And then he, it was reduced. Remember, your name is like real estate, valuable real estate. These first few seconds, I'm determining whether I want to do business mm-hmm. or have a conversation. So it was like, John, is it John Mary Nancy? And it starts becoming this military kind of cryptic. No, it's John Nancy, Mary, and he would have to go through that. I said, let me ask you one more question. What, how much money have you spent in, in, uh, in promotional goods and items? And he paused for a moment and he said, wow, I think about $15,000 in the closet with golf balls, t-shirts, visors, all kinds of things that he has to chase friends down with mm-hmm. and go, please take it. Please take the hat. Look at it. It's beautiful. Please. It's beautiful. It's, it's just wear it. And, People will know. And so he he struggled with that. So in all of these situations, you want the opposite. Mm-hmm. We at the top of the hour, we gave the example of Big Earth. So this is the craziest thing, on both sides. When he was the most literal and descriptive. People would come in and write checks. He told me this that people would go to write a check out and they would say, "It's is it, is it Landscape Supply Corporation?" He, he goes, "No, it's Wholesale Landscape Supplies." So it's Landscape Supply Company. No, it's it's Wholesale Landscape Supplies. Nobody could remember it. It was like Teflon. It was mm-hmm. so literal and descriptive, mm-hmm. which eventually then became inaccurate. Yeah. Nobody could remember it. 
So we changed it to the essence of his brand, Big Earth. He calls me a few weeks after we did the rebrand, and he said, Phil, I got to tell you something. He said, um, I had, was driving one of our trucks down the street, and we passed this um, elderly lady, and she stopped, and she looked at our truck, and I could see her mouth, and she was mouthing Big Earth, and she looked like she had a question mark in her mind. And I said, oh, my goodness, this is horrible. So you're telling me it's not working at all. And he goes, are you kidding? No, no one's ever noticed our trucks before. <laughs> he says, no one ever noticed our truck going by. It said wholesale landscape supply. No right. one gave us the time of day. Right. People are stopping and looking and seeing this big globe and going, wow, big earth. That's, that's kind of crazy. Here's the other, the T-shirt question. Let's go back to that. He started getting people saying, uh, this sounds unbelievable. Why would somebody do this? They, they love the company so much, and they started forming a connection to it, and they, we, we gave them a good handle that they started asking for, for bumper stickers. Do you guys have any bumper stickers or anything for Big Earth? And people started proactively seeking them out and saying, you know, I want to know more about your company. I would gladly put a Big Earth symbol on that. Would, you know, why? Right. Because it was sticky. Yeah. Um, we had a client come to us years back, and they were had the rights to Dr. Seuss on a line, which is a pretty big deal. And they were going to brand it. And the best thought they had at the time was to call it Redior. Again, literal. Mm-hmm. Based on reading combined with Meteor. Mm-hmm. So it would be a smash hit. Absolutely. <laughs> Redior. Redior, just... You know, yes. small children and a comet coming into Radior. Yes. Yeah. So um, they said, that's our best thought. We have the domain name. But if you guys could help us, they began to send in pictures of the, quote, reading mm-hmm. uh, experience. Every single one of these had a small child mm-hmm. from infant up to two to three years old. Every one of the pictures had a mom in it. And every single time that young child was in a lap. Mm-hmm. And we talk again and again about Pivot Point. And as we got further into a conversation, I said, I really don't think you're a reading company. And he said, well, what are you talking about? I says, I think reading is a means to an end. And he said, then what kind of company are we? What is our Pivot Point? I says, I think it's about parent-child bonding. I think what it's about is spending time with your young one, those fleeting moments that you have. And so in the end, the name became earlymoments.com. The tagline became sharing the gift of reading. And it's about that experience because they are fleeting. And the vast majority of their sales happened to go to people who are reading to their young children. You know, I mean, if really it was reading or you could sell it all the way to adult age, but it was really very child centric. Mm-hmm. I was sharing this one time at a tech group or a Vistage meeting where I was giving them a speech when all of a sudden one of the uh, participants there, um, a lady that owned a company, started to cry uh-huh. and said, just hearing this, I feel like I should be home with my kids. Right. That's compelling. Mm -hmm. Early moments. Right. She goes, fleeting moments, time with your kids, it's going by. Right. And so that's the power 
of emotion. That's the power of compelling people mm -hmm. and reaching beyond the superficial reading mm -hmm. and getting down into the benefit, which is I can have time with my child. Right. Much higher value. Number four, and I know you're all worried. What about consistency? Yeah. Consistency is really the hallmark of branding. So it's the culmination. You put all these things in place. Now the final step is how do we keep it consistent? Mm -hmm. So I like to think of consistency as, as in a couple of ways. There's consistency of look, consistency of experience, and consistency of messaging. If you pull off a freeway and it says, Uncle Frank's best burger, voted number one countywide, and there's this gaudy flashing sign, and you see a McDonald's. Mm -hmm. McDonald's might not be your favorite. Right. And maybe you're one of the rare adventurous ones that would take the other one. But, you know, the crazy burger place that you've never had an experience with would probably be passed, and you'd go for the consistency of experience. And so if you can deliver a repeatable experience that really targets your audience, one that they love, get the formula down, your recipe down, and deliver that consistently, that's what's gonna build that connection to your customer, is having that repeatable, dependable, reliable mm -hmm. experience. If we promise at Tungsten we're gonna bring clarity and insight, and then we start rushing and we do our work half-shod, Mm -hmm. then it, we're going to break our brand promise. Mm -hmm. Target has a great look. Within seconds, you mm -hmm. know what, what it's all about. You see the red, you see the white, you see the fashion, it's current. Experience-wise, at Chick-fil-A, those young people are just awesome. Yeah. What is it they always say? My pleasure. My pleasure. Mm -hmm. You go in there. I just go to Chick-fil-A because I just love the way they greet you. I love the way they treat you. Great people. Messaging. Geico, what got this weird name? I don't know what it means. The vowels are all scrambled. They turn into a gecko mm -hmm. constantly, and they tell you in 15 minutes. 15% in 15 minutes. And yeah, they stay on message, on message. So when it comes to consistency, just remember, be consistent in your look. That's your logo. That's your tagline. That's your brand color. But not just in look, also in the experience, and also in what you're messaging. Stay it, repeat it, reaffirm it. Don't chase after every opportunity that comes along people, just because it's yeah. a fad. People like patterns. They like, they like that. It, it, they, they like to know, like me, you know, like kids. It gives too. them comfort. Yes, exactly. People are looking for that these days. Yeah. They're looking for that. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's show. We're super excited to have you on board. We want you all to become students of branding because branding is really about your identity. And when you get your identity straight, you get your story straight. Um, if you like our show, please tell other people. Um, join us on Facebook, uh, forward slash Tungsten Branding. Like us on Facebook. Like us. Follow, follow us, us on, on Twitter, Twitter at Tungsten Brand. And visit us on our website, and you'll find lots of articles, tips on how to illuminate your brand. We've enjoyed this week, and we look forward to meeting here again next Thursday. And until then, be bright and shine on. Yes. Thank you for listening to Brilliant Branding. Please join host Phil Davis and co-host Liz Heemstra for another edition of the program next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, stay brilliant.